The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is very specifically about me, about making me better, about doing things to ensure that I'm taken care of later in life and nothing else. Fair enough, I guess. It's your show. Oh my god. Okay. Um so <laughs> to tell a story, to open the show with a story, right? Mm-hmm. What you guys heard was the intro from the forty below mixtape. Um Peanut, do you wanna kinda clue them in as to as to what that is? It was a mixtape that uh Cameron and a whole bunch of um of our friends from high school got together and um decided one day, hey, let's make an album, mixtape kind of thing, and it happened and it happened in a uh, small closet with a broken mic, <laughs> a, com- a small computer broken mic, and um always concluded with trips to a Burger King and normally going to Lytle. So, you guys kind of got to understand, like if you listen to this, I think that we do a good job of explaining where we're from and like who we are. So this is all like what 2001, 2002, like back when you know this is a little bit after Napster comes out. It's when people start to realize that they can press their own CDs and that they can use their computers to make to record things. And so everybody was making like mixtapes at the time, right? So like our buddy Mike had the idea to do it and Mike was like the cool kid. So we all hung around Mike and wanted to do the stuff that Mike did. So we were all rapping. Um, I wasn't, but you know, Peanut wasn't rapping. Peanut was he was Peanut was was cool because Peanut was like one of the first ones of us to have a car. So Peanut would be like, "Let's go to the studio," which meant go to Alex's house mm-hmm. and like you know hit on his mom a little bit. Oh my god, but, his um, mom's so fine. Yeah, his mom's hot. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you know, go over there, still get, too. get in the booth, get in the closet, do some recording, and um, it was it was cool, man. I I a lot of the things that I'm able to do now started from that. And it's a weird, long road. One day, somebody's going to have me on their podcast, and they're going to ask me what happened between 2002 and today. And that's rapping is going to be a big part of that. It's going to be weird. That's going to be the forefront of everything. <laughs> and be... like I said, the best part is I now have the whole album. Shout out to uh, Fox. Appreciate it. Um, definitely going to get you a shirt. If you want to, if you want me to get your uh, your son some onesies, too, let me know what you want. Holler at me. I got you. You're the onesie plug now? For him, I will be. That's, that's, hey, he hooked me up with the 40 Below plug, so, you know. Don't be the onesie plug. Nobody wants to be the onesie plug. Um, so, I'm going to play a song, and I want to have a conversation about this. Because it's I've been listening to a lot of 90s R&B lately. And I think you've heard some of it on this show. Like, I've played some of the stuff for the intro. But this is a song, very specifically, that I need you to listen to. And I'm going to break down some of the lyrics for you, okay? All right.
too much dancing while this is going on. Move on, yeah. So you can have a piece of my love. So, so listen to that, but then listen to this verse. I need you to hear what, what they say. Listen. You can't have all of me. Because I'm not totally free. I can't tell you everything that's going on. There's a few things in my past, few in my past should that should not be explained. I'm asking you, baby, I'm asking you, baby be with me to be with me for a little while. Hush. hush. No Shut up, bitch. Don't ask me nothing. Stay back and relax. Stay back and relax. Kick off your shoes. Since we're here now, I'm giving you a piece of my love. Wow. Nigga. So this, so this is how we got side women back in the 90s. This, this, is, this, is, this is what you told the side piece, dog. What in the world? That's great, like, though. I've listened. No, let me stop for a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've listened to this song like a million times. Uh-huh. And I think like. I'm just now of that age where I can process a lot of things I heard as a kid. I can't <laughs> I can't really tell you about anything in my life other than we're here right now, so let's get it cracking. Like, he definitely files a uh, head of household on his taxes. Because he's separated, but not divorced. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is what you tell the side chick when you're waiting on the ink to dry. Or when, like, your Facebook status is, like, complicated. (laughs) When you take a lot of Instagram photos where it's you and, like, your arm clearly around somebody, but you only put in, like, two-thirds of your body so we can't see it. Is he just only wrist and that's it? Or you always be on snap like this with your face covered. When she went, she always snapped. (laughs) No, I was, like, I was running yesterday and I heard that and I was just, like, like, yo, this song is crazy. Yo, like, God was really out there like that. I, I, okay. But it didn't such a, such a way that wasn't, it's, you know. How did you have a side chick in the 90s? I, I would imagine it, it wouldn't be too hard to do that because, you know, now you have, like, the Facebook and check-ins, social mm-hmm. media and Snap. Like, you didn't have all that shit back then, you know. If you didn't want anybody to call you back then, you just took that bitch off the hook. You took the phone off the hook or you just... Gas is cheaper. So even if she stays across town, like getting there isn't so bad. And there there wasn't no like my location on Snap or something and none of that. I mean, Child support laws were a bit more lax. So if you did end up shooting the club up, you know. Yeah. Damn. I mean, it it was definitely happening back then. I mean, now it's harder because, you know, everybody's out there. Everybody's real quick to get their phone out and record some shit or, you know, do this and that. People and check in at the club and then you be in the background hugged up with somebody. Yep. Yeah. It's a mess. Well, shout out to Guy for that terribly selfish song. Um, Salute. Yeah, it's amazing. It's the South Congress Podcast, episode 21. Your man Cameron. Here at my man Isaiah. What's going on, man? Talk to me. What's on your mind? Uh, Nothing much. Um, like I said, just kind of... um. Finished up pretty much the end of that uh that documentary you want me to watch. Alright, um, so so we can we can introduce that. Yeah. Um the documentary is called The Staircase. Um made over it might have been made over like a decade because the it, it was it was in a oh one. Did they started it? 
And I saw some well, stuff from like eleven, but I think there was some footage from before one yeah, too. It was like in like ninety eight or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like ninety eight. Yeah. Um I, I found it really interesting. Now, let me tell you why we did this. Like I feel like I love what my man Peanut brings to the show. But I think that based on some conversations we've had in the group chat, I have to make sure that Peanut has actual content to talk about. Because when he doesn't when there's not something specific on the docket for him to wrap his head around, sometimes he gets a little too opinionated about things. Hashtag free peanut. Shout out Stash. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Peanut's telling a story last week about the two women that asked us to go eat tacos with them. And he made a certain crass remark about the women. Can we take a poll about that? Can we take a poll about that comment? I'll make a poll. Please, please, I'll make do. a poll. Please, but, but I'm still not going to say no, no, what he that, said on the show. That's fine, but, we'll, saying, but let's just we'll put it out there. Yes, we will. Take a poll. But, um, I at least want that. It, it, but the thing is, like, it's a peanut being here has his great stories to tell. Um, and it's just, I want to make sure that we're able to maintain our diverse fan base by not going too far over the line. Like, it's not an exercise in saying the craziest thing you can say for somebody on Twitter to react to it. I think we need to make sure our stories stay not wholesome, but our stories stay exciting without being crass is what I'll say. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about the thing that was said once we get to that. Now, basically, about, WWE, we're not in the Attitude Era anymore. When you have you tried to go back and watch the Attitude Era? I love it. It's not very good. It isn't. It was good television. No, no, no. It was good television. Yes. When you try to go back and watch it now... The wrestling might have been like, eh. No, no, no. When you try to go back and watch the skits, it's hard. No, no, the the good ones they show on the best of, that stuff's good. Yeah. When you watch all the other stuff figured into the story, you're like... It was all great. Oh, God. But it was hilarious. Peanut, tell us about the staircase. Okay, so basically it was like a... um, It was basically this... Um, this guy, he was a writer, correct? He's, he's a writer. Yeah, a writer named um, uh, Michael Peterson. Yeah, he primarily writes about like like fiction. He well, it's it's like historical war fiction. Yeah, and isn't it all set kind of Vietnam era? Because mm-hmm. he served. Yeah, right? he, he yeah. was a yeah he he served in Vietnam, and uh, basically on one night, uh, his wife happens to fall down the stairs, and her basically she has like about seven plus lacerations on her head, all fucked up, blood everywhere, big mess. Calls down one. He's freaking out. Um, they do an autopsy, and they're saying, like, uh, this ain't from a staircase fall. This is a homicide. Like, these are, you know, like, kind of like blunt trauma, but not to the point to where enough to fracture a skull. Like, you know, like, basically, this is done carefully. So it gets nas- it basically gets uh, national media attention. Um, and they what ends up happening is, like, some years before this, like, back in the 80s, um, he was friends with another. They were friends with another couple, and it turns out that guy's wife died pretty much the same way that was kind of like the plot twist like we now tell me like twist kind of scene i was like mm. oh shit okay so then what they do back fast forward to like you know 0102 they decide to go ahead and uh, exhume the body of the lady who died mm-hmm. they go to bay city exhume it just to kind of like perform another autopsy to kind of see similarities and there was some similarities but obviously like you know uh michael peterson's uh wife was a little more fucked up but basically, there's a lot of similarities between the two. And so, um, all in all, he gets uh, sentenced to life without parole. They appeal it. And it turns out, um, whoever, whoever that guy was, was a diva or some shit like that. Or whatever his name yeah. was, Dwayne, Dwayne, uh, 
Dwayne Deaver or something. Like, basically, he kind of fucked up everything. Like, he fucked up testing experiments on, you know, mm-hmm. the falls and all this shit. And the judge decides, you know what? Well, we'll, we'll go ahead. We'll, I'll give you a new trial. So he gets released on a on a ankle monitor. Yeah. Like $300,000 bond. And at that point, I believe um, he gets... Okay, so that's about yeah. as far as you saw. That's about so as far as I saw, yeah. I kind of leave it there if yeah. people still want to watch it. Because mm-hmm. the important thing is not whether he was innocent or guilty. It's really about how the justice system works. Yeah. How the justice system works. How it's good to be rich. Oh, God, oh, yeah, it's yeah. good to be rich. Yeah, he, claimed, because, yeah he, he pointed that out real quick. Yeah, because he was able to afford these super high-priced lawyers. He's able to pay these ridiculous bond amounts. Because if your bond's 300000 you're paying 10% of the bond. That's like, is that... 30,000? 30, 30, yeah. Yeah, okay. 30,000. And, and Eesh, even, if, even if you get one of those crazy great bonds because you've never been in trouble where you only have to pay like 3% of your bond, 3% of his bond is still thousands of dollars. Like he's, yeah. like it, it worked out great. Um, I think the important thing about the documentary is how when you present facts, when you present scientific evidence, it's how your family reacts to it because yeah. he... It messed their family up. And, and you can't expect anything different. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of his kids love him. Some of his kids cannot stand him now. And it's, you can't be mad at them. You know what I mean? Like, because if you don't have video evidence of it, it's how we interpret the justice system. Um, It's really interesting how the jury interpreted things. Um, mm-hmm. You think it's going to go one way, it goes the other. Um, He's a fascinating character because kind of the part peanut's not talking about like you find out early on in the documentary that he's mm. bisexual oh yeah it was crazy. And that his kids didn't know his story is that his wife was aware of it um you know escorts come out the blue it's fascinating it's really really interesting um that's right that one male escort yeah, yeah. How, how we deal with how we interpret people's sexuality is is a big part of it because i do think that there were people on the jury who looked at his bisexuality even though it was like we can have a conversation about escorts another time even though the way that he was doing it was quote-unquote safe like he wasn't out there running around being like a wild ass dude you know what i'm saying like it was a a business to him like and and they said there were things you could see in his writing that clearly showed he had an attraction to men it's a really fascinating story oh that's right his computer that he had all those images of like those uh, of uh the the gay military personnel stuff yeah that was crazy Yo, that was I, crazy. I would just tell y'all, like, you know my mantra. Love who you love as long as it's an adult. Yeah. But, yo, yo. It's 2018, man. Don't keep no pictures on your computer no more, man. <laughs> I need you to just remember the website where you saw what you liked. Don't even put it bookmark in your... Bookmark it. Don't, no, don't bookmark don't, it. Don't even bookmark it. Okay. Just, just, yo, leave yourself clues like the Riddler so you can get together and put together the web page. <laughs> you, got like a, you got a plan, you. a Febreze bottle, uh, some socks, and somehow that takes you to Pornhub.com slash Girls and Skates. There you go. Yeah. You, got... yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, nah, one. man, because they're going to have you out here looking crazy. And, that, and that's what I felt like they were trying. the prosecution was trying to do is basically make it seem like that uh, I, I kind of felt like the prosecution w- was making him uh, make it seem like okay that he was he was gay mm-hmm. and that he was basically trying to get his wife out of there to be with like his gay yeah. lover or whatever. And so that's I think how they kind of twisted in that first place. But I think overall, like um, I, I was honestly kind of disgusted by the whole the whole documentary because I kind of felt like 
him and his family, like, they kind of took it as, like, a big joke. Yo, that's the thing that got that, to that, me that, most. Yeah, that kind of pissed me off. I, I can't, I never want to dictate other people's feelings, Mm-mm. but it did not seem they were taking it seriously. No, like, like I, the, the one thing I stood out, and I was so mad, was when, uh, I think it was their approach in Halloween, and they were saying, like, oh, we're going to make Michael Peterson a mask and be like, if you don't give me your candy, I'm going to shove you. I'm like, really? Oh, yes. Really? Yes. That's privilege right there. Yeah, man. That's fucking privilege right there. It's, and what's crazy to me is, like, I didn't really decide one way or another if I thought he was innocent or guilty, but I'm willing to believe that his wife knew that he was attracted to men, too, Mm -hmm. and she was just cool. Like, she was like, okay, like, you know, I'm with you. I'm fucking a man, yeah. Like, I'm with you. I'm set for life. I'm never going to have to worry about money. If you doing that, clearly you're not worried about me being... You know, I'm not saying she was promiscuous. I don't know anything about the woman, but it, it seemed like everything was cool. Like they would never have no problems. Like really, really interesting stuff. Um, I, I recommend watching it. Um, not that it's the most exciting documentary I, I've ever seen, but again, how people deal with loss in their family, um, how the justice system works. I don't know if you ever got to the point where the two guys who were uh, smoking crack. Ended up finding that body. Yes, yes, and went I saw back it. To it. Yeah. That's see, that's the that justice that was, system that was, is wild, yo. Like yeah. they had nothing to do with that, but then yeah, uh, that guy served eighteen years. Eighteen years for a murder he didn't commit. For a murder he didn't do, and, and he even tried to go about it the right way. Like I smoked crack yesterday. Let me come back tomorrow when I'm not all cracked out and help them solve this murder. And, <laughs> and then you eighteen years locked up. Like man, it's it's a cold game out here. And yeah. So let me, I'm going to turn this for one second. I'm going to get political just for one second. Sure, go ahead. How Bernie Sanders didn't know that there were black people sitting in jail for years because they couldn't afford bail? How he didn't know? That's, I, I can't even answer that one. I don't like, know. it's, I'm going to just say this. If you are a person who's basically never been in trouble, right? First time you get in trouble is like your adult life and you've done okay. You can actually get out of jail pretty fast. You can get out of jail in a few hours, right? If you're somebody who's in the system as like a juvenile and then you get hit on some small shit like in your in your 20s or 30s, your ass may be in jail for a month. Yep. And the thing is, you, you got to think about it like this. If you can't get out of jail, you can't go to work. You get fired. You can't get out of jail. You can't pay your rent. You get kicked out. You can go to jail on some bullshit, and two weeks later, your whole life is flipped upside down. Yeah, you don't have a place to stay. You know, bills. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. It is shitty. And Bernie Sanders didn't know that. Nice. Bernie Sanders, who wanted to be the president, didn't know that. But you marched with MLK. Yeah. And the thing is, I asked my homies who like rock with Bernie Sanders, like, so what's this about? Never got no response. Like, Bernie Sanders was a great idea. Bernie Sanders, as as time goes on, Bernie Sanders don't seem like he was that dude. No. Like, yeah. Um, yo, your president over there in North Korea kicking it, dog. What's that about? You tell me. You're more aligned with uh, with MAGA than I am, man. Nah, man. Silencing I, me and wow. taking my First Amendment rights and all that. No, what 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 I, what I want to know is um, First Amendment these nuts. First of all, wow. But 
And we're not editing that Has- shit out. Hashtag free peanut. <laughs> Shout out Stash. <laughs> What's up? What's up? No, but uh, what, what I want to know is um, what did you think about Dennis Rodman's response? <sighs> I want to know, know what you thought about it. I don't rock with Dennis Rodman, dog. And I don't know if I've told you, like, I have a pretty personal reason I don't rock with Dennis Rodman. What is that reason? So if the, I may ask. When the Hulk Hogan stuff jumped off okay. at first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Dennis Rodman got on social media and he was like, yo, Hulk Hogan can't be racist. Um, look, he's here kicking it at my man Kylan's house. Do you know who Kylan is? Mm-mm. Kylan is a kid who calls a bunch of the torch shows calls okay. me and travis every week so we talk to him every week he lives in jersey we actually met him when we went to wrestlemania in jersey all right um and i basically like you can definitely have friends who are black and not give a shit about black people like you gotta remember dennis rodman is an exceptional black person it's kind of out there like, well, no, I don't even mean out that. I oh. mean, exceptional in, in the sense that he's the best rebounder to ever live. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, there's, yeah, there's no he's doubt about that. He definitely is. an exceptional black person. Yeah. You know, Carl Malone, um, skill-wise, because he's a terrible piece of shit. But skill-wise, you don't know Carl Malone's a piece of shit? Carl Malone got like a grown-ass daughter he don't talk to because basically she's a product of rape. Oh. Yeah, Carl Malone's a piece of shit. Yeah. But Carl Malone, exceptional basketball player yes you know what i mean like it was great mr t exceptional person Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like so like think about it there are people you can date a woman and hate women these things exist oh yeah yeah there are plenty of people who are married to women that absolutely hate women so you being friends with a black person doesn't absolve you from being a racist that's true it doesn't work like that so the fact that they were trying to expose my friend kylan as the example of why Hulk Hogan can't be racist, piss me off. So I haven't rocked with Dennis Rodman in a very long time. Okay? Um, but I, I do find it fascinating that Dennis Rodman has this amazing personality to where he can be friends with North Korea and they listen to things that he says. Like, I... That's cool, I guess. It's not my man, though. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like he went a little over the top with that shit. Like, because... And I don't know why, but I find it—I I would find it really hard to to watch him, you know, just kind of break down like that. Like I'd watch not because I felt bad for him because he's crying and shit. The, you don't think I, the reaction is genuine? No, to to me, no, I didn't think so. I was like, okay, there's something not right. Like I would just like turn it off and be like, I, I can't watch this. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was kind of like kind of more along those lines. Not that so much that I was like, oh, like yeah, I'm gonna get teared up. No, no, no. But it's just kind of like I just didn't think it was really very genuine. I thought it was it was like very. Hollywood over the top. Let me ask you. Okay. Um, as somebody who has worked really close to the border, mm-hmm. somebody who grew up in San Antonio. Yeah. I mean, your your entire family is brown, outside of me, pretty much. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tell me how you feel about ice separating these families, dog. No, that that that's shitty. It's it's shitty straight up. I mean, it, it's. I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get the whole reason for for separating these kids from their parents. Like, okay, where are these kids going? They got them in tents, dog. They got them in tents in cages. I've seen the pictures. Cages. Have been were they fucking it. dogs now, or are they? As it was, it animal ACS. Like you just show up and oh, I want that. I want that little fucking Mexican kid. Come here. When people say no, things man, like, when they say things like, 
liberal and conservative and Democrat and Republican. My thing is this, like, I don't, if you don't identify as a Democrat, that's fine. But my thing is, you when you look across the hall and you see with these people who proudly claim conservative and proudly claim Republican are doing to people who look like you, it it has to outrage you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, because I know in my heart that they would do the same thing to black people. Because in most cases, they hold brown people in a higher regard. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you're willing to work for free, that's why. <laughs> but it's, it's crazy. Like, I, I don't know how this became. Well, I know how it became normalized. Oh, I, I know. We too. watched it happen. Yes, but I, I'm just like, you can't, you can't treat people like this and expect me to see your side. You can't treat people like this and expect me to understand your point or the things that you want because I know how this stuff works. You get rid of one group, and then it's the next group, and then it's the next group, like. Over the time that, you know, I've been in Austin, I think that's why. And it's funny because our man Flo, like, listened to a bunch of the lyrics in, that I was rapping about, right? I used to say some wild shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that as I got older, that's why I had to be more in favor of minorities, more in favor of, um, you know, gay rights. Like, I had to because I, I've, I've seen... Too many movies. I've read too many comic books. Soon as you get rid of one group that that people are kind of iffy about, you find a way to get rid of the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one, and yep. pretty soon it's just all white people. And then they start getting rid of other white people, and y'all gonna be like, I don't know how this happened. All of a sudden, because I got brown hair, brown eyes, they not fucking with me no more. It's like that, yo. Like I. You got to treat people fair now. You got to treat people like people right now because they are trying to change what it means to be a person. I, let me take a sip. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, I mean, you're right on everything. And it's, it's really sad, you know, to see these kids and parents, you know, separated because no one knows where the parents are going to go. No one knows where these kids are going to go. And more than likely, a lot of these kids, they may never be reunited with their parents ever again. And it, that's shitty. That, that's a very shitty thing to do. I don't... I don't want this to turn into yeah. like a big philosophical thing. But yeah. I'll just say this. There are a lot of people who are not in favor of abortion who don't give a shit about foster kids. And what oh, we're doing I, right I agree now, with that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. what we're doing right now is making a whole bunch of foster kids. Yes, we are. And if you're that keen on separating these brown families, don't nothing tell me you want no brown kids in your house. And so what happens to those kids? They don't get to go to the good schools. They don't end up getting the good jobs. And they become that stereotype that you're perpetuating. Yep. They it's become, bullshit. They become the janitor. They become the mechanic, you know. They're setting these kids up for failure because, you know, there's no guarantee that they're going to get a good household. There's no guarantee they're going to get, you know, the loving family who's going to want the best for them. More than likely, they're probably going to get that one um, foster family that's only doing it to get that big fucking state check. 
Can I ask you a question? Sure. Can we talk about these hoes now? Yes, we can. Please, <laughs> please. You know what? While you do that, I'm, I'm going to go refill my crown. Right, that's a Shout bet. Crown. That's a bet. <laughs> Yo, while you do that, um, quick plug. I want to thank everybody this week who's bought a new shirt. Um, probably about, I don't know, six months back, I had this idea. Um, I was in my creative space, and I made our Heineken and Dragon Ball-inspired uh, Kaioken shirt. So basically, it's a riff of the Heineken logo with the uh, Dragon Ball Kaioken technique. And it has like all the details around it. And what I'll do, I'll make that the uh, the artwork this week so that people can see it. Um, and yeah, we sold like seven shirts this week. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it was cool, man. Um, shout out to my man D-Palm for making it happen. Um, he really hyped it up. Um, D-Palm got his this week. Uh I forget my other man. Um, he got his this week too, and they showed him. I guess it's just really cool to see something you make people really take to that. Rocking it, rock with it is yeah. the coolest thing. So, yo, tpublic.com, search Seahawk. You can see all the newest merchandise. Yo, keep copping that Kyle Ken shirt. It's hot in the streets right now. Now, Peanut, what's up? You and I saw it before you showed me. Okay, but you took a particular liking to a certain video on World Star. I didn't like it at all. I hated it. Peanut, can you break down the World Star video for the audience? Okay, so I watched it and this got me so mad. And so basically, this video on World Star, um, I rarely look at it because, you know, it's really fucking stupid. But this one video, it obviously, it definitely got my attention. So according to the video, uh, this guy had cheated on his girlfriend. And I have no idea. What possessed him to agree to this? I would have been like, you know what? Nope, I'm single. I'll go be homeless. Like, I don't care, whatever. But somehow an arrangement was made to where she convinced him to get to go to uh, put on this dog costume, put him on a leash like a fucking dog, and walk him out in public and saying, This is what you get for cheating, huh? You want to be a dog? You want to be texting girls? Like, just going off, like degrading the hell out of this guy. The mask falls off and some lady's going to help it on. She goes, no, 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 he's going to get it. And then she has a chew toy and the, the girlfriend throws it on the, on the ground and he lowers his neck to grab this chew toy with his mouth to pick it up. And she's degrading him some more and still saying, like, you want to cheat? You want, like, just, just going off, like, basically just degrading the hell out of this guy. Like, to me, there is no recovery from this. He doesn't have friends. No, not he anymore. Does, he does not have a strong circle around him. He has no friends. He's getting no pussy from this point forward. And if he does, they're going to peg him. Wow, you're doing it again. But listen. Oh my God, really? I'm, I'm. Well, I can't even. Listen. Yeah. The science of mm-hmm. pegging scares me. Oh no, it scares me too. But <laughs> so, saying, but no. so I can't even. No, no. Like, but, but I'm saying he, say he definitely it, is. Yeah. No, if if he if that relationship were to end, <laughs> then the, every girl he's getting, or they're basically they're going to talk him into pegging him. Oh my god! And it's going to happen. Well, if, I don't if, think if, every if, girl wants. Are you, are you saying the only women that he would attract at this point would yes. be the dominant? <laughs> yes, they're all they're all going to be dominant. Okay. He's definitely the sub and everything. So, I I I feel for my brother because he doesn't have a strong circle around him because you're. Who, who are your OGs? 
<laughs> That's all I want to know because I want to know if what I she was in said. a similar situation. Well, listen. Yeah. Okay. In all fairness. Yeah. Ain't a piece of pussy in this whole world that's that. No, good no. There's no box that that is that put wet you enough on the street. No. In a dog costume for people to see you. I will fucking be homeless before that shit happens. My theory is that he didn't have his half of the rent. I'd rather be homeless. But no, but that's the thing though. He's broke and he doesn't have homies. Because your man's look, if you called me, or better yet if I called you, because it'd be more likely me calling you, right? Yeah. Look, Peanut. Faye caught me at the pool with about six Puerto Rican chicks. Why wasn't I there? Well, <laughs> and then that's a different conversation true but well uh yeah she caught me out here so man she kicking me out um she said i could stay but i'm gonna have to put on a dog costume and walk around the block you wouldn't even let me get there for you be like dog just I'd get be your like, stuff i'd be like yeah just get your stuff get, get your, your ass stuff. over here let's figure it out yep. I'd be like, get over here and i'd probably say something like get me a pizza while you're on the way get yeah pizza pretty, on the way. We'll figure it out if you don't got the rent money i know you got pizza money bring the pizza yeah, bring the pizza bring the drink bring Yo, something bring he was the hose really out there know. on the block dog yeah i, I don't understand who loves you? Obviously, do you she doesn't. You? Do, do what? She, she doesn't love him. No, yeah, no, she thing. doesn't love him. No, she, she don't she love She doesn't him. respect no. you. No. Because you don't, you don't make anybody test their love like that. If I have to prove my love to you, what we have isn't love. No. And whoever that bitch is, I, I hope some random broad, because I don't want to do it and get in trouble. Mm-hmm. I hope some random girl fucking drop kicks her. Well, she's a bad person. She's a piece of shit. Let's say that. And I hope it gets her. I don't know what he did. Like, it's very likely that he's a bad person, but she's a terrible person. Oh, she's a piece of shit, bitch. That that's a cunt. If you ever seen a cunt, yeah, you're saying a lot of words right now. You're this is oh. this is when you do it. I'm sorry, but but no, I, really. my, my thing about it is like you can't. Neither of you can come back from this. Yeah, he's embarrassed, and whatever embarrassed. Well, that's the thing, women. She went out of his no, way to do that. This is the thing. I don't think in most cases the cheating is the problem. Mm-hmm. The che- cheating is not the issue. It's people knowing that you cheated is the issue, right? Girls certainly don't want to be cheated on, but they really don't want to be embarrassed. That's uh, yeah. what it is. I think I agree. Again, I think we more internalize cheating because we're like, damn, I wasn't good enough for her. Women don't want to be embarrassed. Women know we're disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> they, know, they know we're terrible people. They just don't want to be embarrassed. They just don't want to be put out there. And, you know, it's not even embarrassing. And, I mean, you know, it, it's like, because I never really felt embarrassed. Like, you know, way back in the day when I was dating old crazy ass, uh, when I was dating Sophia, mm-hmm. and she cheated on me with all them dudes. And I was like, oh, shit, like, that sucks. But uh, take that L, move on. You like, know, I give you a hard time for the hard things you say. Mm-hmm. You, you've, you've earned a comment or two. Cause she yeah. was She was kind of wild. She was she, out here a little bit, dog. She tried to claw my face out in my, she did, my vehicle. She and did she, physically they, attack you. And then she did. She did. She tried to choke her uh, herself with my seatbelt. She did try to choke herself in front of her dad, and her dad had to get her out. And then I was like, "Hey, we still going to Niosa?" Yes. The best thing about that, the best thing about your situation is that her father knew she was crazy. Yeah. Because him not knowing it could have went the other way. Yeah. It's great that he knew. Oh yeah, he knew. It, it, yeah, it, they it, all knew. It's pretty perfect. So yeah, but but we made it out of there. We can exhale now. Yeah. We're good. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, I remember her. She was so out of there. I mean, fat ass and everything, but it just wasn't worth it. And she was kind of thick, dog. Her ass is thick. <laughs> that she she had the juice. She but did, she but you know, it wasn't it wasn't worth. It. I was like, nah, this ain't worth but it. But see, look, Bye. you're saying her choking herself isn't worth it. So we know, um, dressing up like a dog and walking around is certainly not worth it. No, that's not worth it at all. 
You can pay me enough to do that. Well, I look at the billions, then I might be like, okay. Peanut. What's up? Your man Kawhi Leonard. What about him? Apparently does not want to be a spur anymore. That's fine. That is perfect. I'm okay with that. Fine. I'm okay. You know, I'm perfectly okay with that because, you know, he helped Spurs get a title. Yes. He's, you know, he, he wants to expand. He wants to get that money. You know, what it, is he, 26? He's like, maybe if that, if that. Yeah, he's like 25, 26. Uh, been the two NBA finals. Mm hmm. Has won an Defense. NBA championship. Did he get Defensive Player of the Year one year? Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. One year or two years? I think, for sure, I know one. Year one. Um, finished That's... second in the MVP race twice. Mm-hmm. Um, has a finals MVP. And I think he's been all NBA once, all star once. Um, go do what makes you happy, kid. Yeah. Like, I can't. Yeah, no, I, and I'm okay I, with I it. I, I think my only issue I would have, mm-hmm. if there is an issue, is what I'm noticing a lot of athletes these days. Mm-hmm. They're not wanting to work for shit. Okay. They're not like uh, like the ones that are saying like, well, playing for the Patriots wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, it sports isn't really supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun when you're like five or six, you're doing mm-hmm. peewee. When you're doing t-ball, that's when it's fun when mm-hmm. you're getting like, you know, Peter Piper afterwards and a trophy, but you're getting paid millions. Like, you know, it ain't fun. It, it's, it's, it's a business. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're there to win championships. You win championships, you're, you're making money. If uh, if you're selling gear, you're selling jerseys, you're getting money. If people are selling out, you're making you know. I'm sorry, the crowd's selling out. Like mm-hmm. crowd sell, you're making more money. Like it's a business, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's not really meant to be fun. Um, and what I understand, what I've been understand is that he's, um, well, at least I heard from one report. Well, I guess it's just kind of like the friction, mm-hmm. you know, with the organization. But I feel like the Spurs, that's a top notch organization. Like you know, they got their ducks in a row. You know, they're not about any bullshit. They're not about to, you know, you know, they're not about to do any of this, like, you know, buffoonery stuff. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're like, you know, we want to win. You know, let's play some ball. You know, let's get out there. Let's work hard. Uh-huh. And if you're not about working hard, if you just want to, you know, my thing is, if you just want to get that check and you mm-hmm. don't want to work hard, just admit it. Okay. I'll be okay with that. I'm yeah. cool with that. You know, then, you know, go to New York and don't ever win a game again. <laughs> you know, go to Milwaukee and don't mm-hmm. ever make the playoffs. You know, or, you know, some shit like yeah. that. But, you know, just just own that shit. Just say, hey, I don't want to work hard. I don't want to be part of a top organization that's, you know, look out what's for best of me. I think with him, um, I, I do think he's a hard worker. Like, I, I mm-hmm. thought I was going to totally disagree with your sentiment, but I'm, I'm with you on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I think he does work hard. I think he made himself yeah. into a fantastic player. But Definitely. I do wish that we did have more transparency in what front offices say and what players said. I, I do wish that. Yeah. I, mean, I think we all do because yeah, we follow be awesome, it so but... closely. We'd love to know more. But yeah, like like you said, like, hey, kid, go go do what makes you happy. Yeah, like, you and know. I don't want him to go somewhere else and realize that the grass isn't really greener. Might be kind of cool, though. If he's like, you know what? I messed up. Let me come back. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You know, I, yeah. I just don't want to uh, have him end up like Derek Anderson. Yeah. When Derek Anderson Which came out crazy. one year. You know, he balled out with us. And uh, then, like, the and Jordan the, contract. Yep. And just was never the same. And then he went to, what was it, Portland, Portland after yeah. And then he didn't do shit after that. He yeah. kept getting hurt. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't He didn't get nowhere in the numbers he had with the Spurs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I, I don't want that for him. And best of luck. Best of luck. Exactly. Um, Hey, you want to hear something funny about basketball? What's up? <laughs> so, Dwight Howard. Oh, my God. Dwight Howard was doing a presser, right? Okay. Why? And, Is he still relevant these days? Uh, I'd, I'd say so. Okay. Um, He was on the, the Jump. I think that's their program on Fox Sports. Okay. He said, 
Half of the reason I wore number 12 is because I wanted to be the reverse of Tim Duncan. <laughs> he ain't near Tim Duncan. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What? What? Because you wanted to be the reverse of Tim Duncan. So you want to well, be a shitty player? Well, what you're saying? You got no championships. Yep. You got no MVPs. Yep. Um, You have no kids as a product of marriage. <laughs> yep. You have an edge up. Mm-hmm. You have muscles, and nobody likes you. So yeah, you, you, congratulations, <laughs> you've accomplished it. Yeah, you're right. Oh my god! Like I don't think he said that with any irony. I I think like he might not he, even realize what he said. But I think what he probably meant was I want to be great in a completely different way that Tim Duncan was great. Like Tim Duncan with a fashion sense, basically. Probably, and he ended up saying exactly what people who don't like him think about him. I mean, it, it, if you look at it, I mean, yeah, it fits. It's perfect. I mean, what you said, it fits it perfectly. Really is perfect. Yes. So, tell me about the fight, Peanut. Which fight? Tell me about the fight. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know so, what you're talking about now. Because if you guys have been listening, you know, Peanut mm. and I ref in this adult I don't do it rec anymore, league. by the way. Well, well, no, that's the thing. Yeah. We ref in this adult rec league, and... Peanut was already planning on leaving uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're getting closer to the season. He wants to enjoy his summer. He gets a full three months off, and he should. Uh, but they kind of put an exclamation point on him leaving this last week. Uh, you want to go ahead and tell that story? Yeah, definitely. So Tuesdays, um, I would ref, uh, I would officiate uh, three-on-three basketball at South Austin Rec Center. And this past week, we had a new season. And I ended up having to ref uh, four games, which I was like, okay, whatever. I was like, damn, fuck that. You know, that's a lot. And I remember the GDC, she was like, well, don't you want to get paid? I was like, uh, I, got a great, I got a pretty decent salary. I'm not hurting for money. I'm good. I'm cool. But, you know, yeah. but you know, whatever. That's cool. And because, uh, like, I just normally it's just two games and you're out. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Well, two of my games happened to be with, like, freaking G League Manor. Um, had this just... Hold on, let me take a sip this uh crown. Hold on before I Oh my god. Had this one team just fucking hood rat, you know? Fucking little hood rat. I mean, she's bitching about everything and first thing, she's lucky I let her play because she had a nose ring on and I shouldn't have let her play with that. You don't like nose rings? Well, you're not supposed to. According to the rules, you're not supposed to have nose rings on. Only what? only jewelry can have is just a, a smooth wedding band. That's what it. Was it sexy? No, not oh. with her. No, she reminded me of. Stop. Uh, don't even do it. You don't okay, have to okay. do it. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so you loaded up, and I was like, you don't okay, have to so, do this. Okay, so basically, between uh, the, <laughs> the first game I was officiating, um, it was getting kind of chippy. Um, the team I'm talking about, they're not liking a lot of calls I made, but because they're playing a little bit over aggressive, so I'm like, I got to call shit, and then I'm calling shit both ways. I'm missing. You know, obviously, I'm not perfect repped. I'm gonna miss some calls. It's gonna happen. So basically, it gets to the point to where this one guy, you know, I, I've kind of got to know him. He, you know, he's he's a cool dude, and um, he kind of gives me some shit sometimes, but in a funny way, so I don't mind it. And him and this other guy, they were kind of getting into it, so I stopped the game. I'm like, hey, you know, I do the whole, like, what the organization says, you know, hey, say, keep it social, keep it fun, you know, that stupid shit. So I do that, and then they're still getting more aggressive, so I look over to the coordinator. I'm like, hey, you need to come over here. At the same time, while that happens, um, 
the guy on the opposite team, he grabs the ball because they're bitching about they're bitching to each other that they um that that each um that each other was checking it hard mm-hmm. to one another. Okay, so basically, as I'm calling, I think uh, the coordinator over the guy from the other team grabs the ball and checks it into that ghetto fabs team's face and i'm like oh shit so he hits the ball like right in the guy's face said dude pulls back his arm cocks it back and just delivers this haymaker new face and i'm right there and i saw dude's nose and jaw just turn with it i'm like oh fuck so i step in real quick i'm like yo chill the fuck out everybody calm down you know she steps in with me too and then players from both teams start rushing the court and then we literally have like a three four man like little squad brawl like you know two on two type shit somebody got speared somebody got punched and like you know all this shit and i'm like holy fuck like literally i was about to just walk up the court and be like nope like and be like that's it yeah that's a wrap like you know this eight dollars game ain't worth it like sorry you know but i finished the day out and um you know what pissed me off was like you know was a was said girl she was getting in my face with 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 the nose ring Yes, she's getting my face, and like I wanted to be like, I want to tell. I'm not going to say nothing. You can tell me later. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you off off, off my. You wanted I, to I, say, I you, hey, person with this physical attribute, I don't like. Sure, that, that's the nice thing. <laughs> I want to tell her something because she kept getting on my case because, like, you know, she's playing obviously wild aggressive because mm. she's like she barely came she barely came up to like my breastplate. So she's not a tall woman, is what you no, saying. she's not very tall. Can't do much, but she's like wrapping up and she's like, Why are you calling fouling me? I'm like, bitch, you're wrapping up. Like in my head, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, bitch, you're wrapping him up. Like, you know, what it's do you expect you me to do? Yeah. Like, you want me to just let that shit go because you're fucking small? Like, no, like fuck out of here. But basically there's a brawl. And it wasn't very fun. And um wasn't down with that. So I decided after this week's like, you know what? I was gonna end this uh, I was gonna end this month anyway. I'm done. Like, it's not worth it. We'll end this with a nice little story about uh, about that same night. So it's rare that I get all my best friends together. Um, Peanut was there. And another person I consider my best friend is there. I'm going to leave his name out of this um, just in case. Uh, but we, uh, we get pizza after we're done refing because he hung out with us. Mm, pizza. And, well, number one... Um, my GDC's apartment building burned down. And he was like, oh, that's sad. Tell her I want her phone number. Because shooters shoot. Yes. Um, yes, they and do. And so that same night, we're all eating pizza together. And a young lady walks in. And she's attractive. Oh, um, fuck yeah, she Persian was. chick. Uh, mm-hmm. Long, flowing hair. Little cute outfit on. Beautiful. Picks up a pizza and goes outside. And he jumps up from the table and chases her outside and he's like hey how you doing uh my name is what my name is and uh, you think i get your number something we hang out sometime and, and she politely is like oh well, I'm, I'm just picking up pizza for me and my boyfriend <laughs> and what did he tell her he can i say or i say oh no what did he say he said the fuck that got to do with me <laughs> <laughs> And she That's gave him great. the dirtiest look and he was like, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he 
I think you thought the the energy was different. This it's not San Antonio energy. No, no, Austin energy is different. Austin, 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 just a little bit different. They don't want you to be. They don't want that aggression. San Antonio women, they're not about to give the box over anything. Oh my God. Oh. Like San Antonio women just give it the box just because, like you know, oh, this is your name. It is that that's the last thing you're gonna say on the show? Why not? <laughs> I try with you so hard. You it's know. funny, guys. Next week uh, we expect to treat you to a special episode. Um, not just Peter and myself, but a few of the other uh, Savage Life brethren yep. are supposed to be around. Um, and so, hopefully, I don't get outvoted. Um, when it comes to a few of these discussions and topics that we have, hopefully we can keep. Oh, it. you're getting outvoted! Oh God, guys, it's been the South Congress Podcast, episode 21. Thank you as always for rocking with us. Any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you really, really need to know the terrible things Peanut says that I have to edit out, shoot us an email at southcongress at gmail.com. That's S O U T H K O N G R E S S at gmail.com. Or if you just want to hit the source directly, you can find me on Instagram, coach underscore Tristan, T-R-I-S-T-A-N. Oh, my God. Peanut, anything else you need to get off your chest before we get out of here? No, that's about it. Just like, you know, a uh, shout out to uh, Fox again. You know, forgive me that uh, the great album, you know, the 40 Below. Um, he wants to link up soon. And we so I, I told him, I go, you know, you can stay at my place. Uh, shout out Stash as always because, you know, he, he doesn't want the, the truth to be buried. So, you know, shout out Stash. Shout out Appreciate Stash, Stash indeed. Yep. Oh my God. Um again, merch. Check out the merch. Tpublic.com, redbubble.com. You can just search Seahawk to find that. Um outside of that, that's about all I have for my man Peanut. I'm Cameron. And one more thing. What's one up? more thing. Yeah. You don't have to be nice to racists. No, you don't. You don't have to put on your you don't have to put your best foot forward and show a racist how good of a person you are and how wrong they can be and how they shouldn't support their stereotypes. It is perfectly fine to live how the fuck you choose and tell racists to eat a motherfucking dick. Mm-hmm. South Congress Podcast for Peanut. Yep. Cameron. And we're out. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast Cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions.